I want for you to take a deep breath and just pause. Sink back into that chair and just relax. I want to talk to you today about, about exhaustion. And the reason I want to talk to you about exhaustion is because if you're like me and like some others, we are experiencing a, a sense of exhaustion that's, that's different than at any other time. What I mean by that is this type of exhaustion isn't a, it's not a physical exhaustion. I, I know what physical exhaustion is. I, I know what it is to exercise. I know what it is to work a sweat. I know what it is to work out. I know what it is to be physically exhausted, physically tired. That's actually probably, I would say, a pretty good feeling. But the kind of exhaustion that I'm referencing is, is more of a mental exhaustion, kind of an emotional, spiritual exhaustion. In fact, I, I feel more exhausted today than I did prior to March 15. And I've tried to reflect on why that is. Why is there this greater amount of just emotional, mental exhaustion? What are the key characteristics that are, are different today than prior to March 15th. And here's what I know to be different. See, prior to COVID, life was on autopilot for many of the decisions that we make day in and day out. There were boundaries set in place. We knew what to expect. We knew what we had to do. And we didn't sometimes have to think about some of the most simple decisions in life. But do you realize that's not the case anymore? It's like we've had to rethink some of the most simple, some of the most basic decisions of life. We've had to recreate new boundaries in life. And all of a sudden, some of the stuff that we did before, we do very differently now, but we need to think about it in order to do it. So what happens is, is from a mental, from an emotional, from a spiritual perspective, there is greater exhaustion for us to experience. And what I want to share with you in these moments is the opposite or the antithesis of exhaustion, and that is refreshment. And I want to share with you something out of Scripture that speaks about refreshment and the importance of refreshment and how we are refreshed because if you're like me and you're like others, you're probably emotionally, mentally, and spiritually tired today. Maybe not physically, but you're exhausted on several different levels. And what I want to encourage you with is how to be refreshed. And so the story that I want to tell you about is found in this letter that Paul writes to Philemon. And this story that is the background and the context is really the story about two men. We have Philemon, who is the recipient of the letter and his wife and, and people in the house church. 
And there's Onesimus, who is actually the servant of Philemon. Now, in order to express the context of what's happening, there is a servant master servant owner relationship. And while that is the context of the story, it is not the story in the letter to Philemon from Paul. The story is the story of two changed hearts, two men whose lives have been changed by Jesus. And that's the story that I want to share with you in these moments. It's the story of how Jesus changed two men's hearts. And how? How he can change yours and refresh yours at the same time. And so I want to read to you just a portion of the story and we'll reflect upon some of the other passages But as you get to Philemon, and and you get to verse 4, and through verse 7, we read this in the text. He says, Paul, to Philemon, I thank my God always when I remember you in my prayers, because I, I hear of, listen to this, I'm thankful for you because I I hear of your love and and of the faith that you have towards the Lord Jesus and for all the saints. And, And I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective for the full knowledge of every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ. Now listen to this. For I have derived, in other words, I I possess, I, I hold much joy, I possess much joy and comfort from your love, from the demonstration. Now, Paul is talking to Philemon. I have much joy and comfort from your love, my brother, because the hearts of the saints have been, look at this next word, refreshed through you. Twice in this short letter, Paul is going to use, he's going to use the phrase refresh. And what he recognizes is that in this spiritual growth, in this demonstration of faith, that there is this refreshment that is experienced by those that that observe Philemon, but also that has experienced a, a friendship and a relationship with Philemon. But then... There is this expression of Onesimus and and his newfound faith and his changed life and his changed heart. And what Paul does is he sets up an opportunity. He sets up an opportunity for Philemon to accept Onesimus and Onesimus to accept Philemon. And for these two hearts that have been changed, that the acceptance of one another would refresh others. This whole story is about refreshment. It's about renewal. 
And so what are the characteristics? What are the examples of? What are the demonstrations of? What are the cues? What are the cues of refreshment in this text, in this story? I'm going to give you a couple of them very quickly because I want to challenge you with a couple of these in the end. The first one is we talk about what refreshes from this story, from the text, from the letter that Paul writes to Philemon. The first the first cue that we notice about what refreshes is the testimony of Jesus' followers. How he phrases this is that Paul says, listen, I, I hear the stories. I hear the stories of your love and your faith towards others. The picture here is that, that the demonstration of Philemon's faith is being shared and talked about. Others are sharing stories about how God is working in this man's life and how his life and his faith is being exampled in others. And so what he is expressing is, is, listen, we are hearing stories of your love and faith. Listen, when you hear stories about what God is doing in somebody's life, testimonies of faith, listen, that's an encouragement. That's a refreshment. That's a refresher. I love I love to hear. I love to hear stories of God working in people's lives because there's a refreshment in that story. There's a refreshment in that picture of what God's doing. The second refresher that we see here in the story is that there's this demonstration of caring. What Paul says to Philemon, he says, your love for the saints I have derived, in other words, I have taken, I possess much joy and comfort from your love. In other words, I have seen, I have witnessed, I have been told about the love that you have exampled to others and how you've demonstrated care. Do you know a way to refresh the heart of somebody, the way to refresh the life of somebody, to re a way to refresh the moment for somebody is to express care or to allow them to see stories of care? When you actually demonstrate care for someone else and you express your care and your love for somebody else, it refreshes them. There's something about just people letting you know, someone letting you know that they care about you and that they love you. And whether they do something small or big or a note or a letter or a card or a phone call or a text or an email, simply to let you know they care. See, there's something about care that refreshes. There's another part in this story as well. And another cue for refreshment is loving God and loving others. In other words, as, as, Paul, as Paul writes to Philemon, he recognizes his love for God and his love for the saints. And what I find is interesting here is that Paul is speaking from a perspective of both as a recipient and as an observer. In other words, he's been a recipient of Philemon's love, but he's also been an observer of how he's loved. There's something about encouragement. There's something about this refreshment that comes from being loved and by observing love as well. Give you a couple other refreshment cues. Another one is this healthy reciprocal relationship. If you look in verse 10 through 12 in the story, what you're going to find is that, that Paul invests in Onesimus' life. In other words, what Paul says to Philemon is, listen, I'm, I'm sending my very heart to you. 
In other words, what Paul has done is he's invested in this man's life. He's shared faith with him, and he's shared the gospel with him, and he's discipled him, and he's mentored him. And what's interesting about this, this is kind of a cool piece in the story, is, is Paul makes a distinguishment. He said, where he was not useful to you before, I am sending him back to you as a useful person, as a useful. He has great use to me, and he has great use to you. Do you realize his name? Onesimus means useful. And so Paul takes a play on words and simply says, listen, he's coming back to you, but he's more useful than he's ever been before. And what you find is, is Onesimus blessed Paul, and Paul blessed Onesimus, and it was this reciprocal, healthy relationship. Do you realize something that refreshes us individually is when we are in healthy, reciprocal relationships? That means that when we are in relationships, there give and take, give and take, give and take, rather than relationships where we always have to give or relationships where we always have to take, the idea is there's, there's, there's this healthy exchange, this healthy, reciprocal relationship that exists here. It refreshes. Give you another cue of refreshment. Doing from the heart rather than a compulsory act, the idea of living out from the heart that has been changed rather than doing something because you're forced to do it. Do you notice the difference when somebody acts out of their heart rather acts out of their elbow or their, their arm being twisted. See what Paul talks about here in Philemon is he makes this reference down in verse 14. He says, but I, but I preferred to do this without you, but I preferred not to do nothing, to do nothing without your consent, that your goodness might not be by compulsion, but by your own accord. Paul simply says to him, that I don't want to force you to do something. I want it to come from the heart. Do you realize what refreshes individuals, this stuff that pours out of your heart as you bless, as you help, as you walk alongside, as you encourage, this idea of refreshment, rather than being forced to try to refresh. Another cue of refreshment is practiced obedience in verse 21. Paul says, confident of your obedience. The idea is, I know that you'll do the right thing. I know that you'll act out in the right way. There's a confidence in that. Practice obedience. Another cue of refreshment is living more than just enough. Paul makes this statement to, to Philemon. He said, I write to you knowing that you will do even more than I say. The idea is, I know how you're going to respond. Paul says to Philemon, I know how you're going to respond. And you're going to respond with more than what I ask you to do, more than what I suggest. The idea is that you're going to do more than what I expected. Do you realize what a blessing it is when you do more than what's expected, when you follow through with more than what was hoped for, when you end up doing more than what was expected of you in that occasion, in that moment by somebody else? It refreshes. But let me give you the last one. Refreshment comes from a common faith in community. As, as Paul wraps up this short letter, 
He begins to name off the people that have been with him and the people that have expressed an interest in Philemon and Onesimus, and he simply talks about this community. In a sense, as they send their greetings, your fellow workers, grace to you. There's this this common faith and community begins to refresh. I think it's important for people to realize that they're not alone, they're not by themselves. And that in community, there is this, there is this, this common refreshment. Now I realized I, I, I threw eight things at you very quickly that reflect these cues for refreshment in the story. Because the letter really is about spiritual refreshment. It's about mental, emotional refreshment. And in this story of these two men that, that follow Jesus and exhibit exemplary faith, Paul's desire is that people would be refreshed. Not only Onesimus, not only Philemon, but also the believers in the church there that were the recipients of that letter and other Christ followers too. You know, I look at this list and, and I begin to think about how, how am I refreshed? In other words, maybe how do you personally refresh? When I think about this list, I, I think about things that personally refresh me, observations that I see. When I see others share testimony and story of, of following Jesus and of their love and faith, there's something about that that refreshes me. There's something about that that excites me as a pastor, as a follower of Jesus. When I hear stories about what other people are doing, there's something about a refreshment there that excites me. There's something about a refreshment in healthy relationships. That, that when we are in healthy relationships together that have give and take and, and care and love and support and encouragement, this idea of, of this healthy exchange, there's, there's something about that, that that gives me refreshment. I think when I witness, I think when I witness people living more than just enough, in other words, they live beyond the expectation. They do more than what was expected. More. There's something about that that refreshes me. What is it that refreshes you? How do you personally refresh? How does that happen? I'd love for you to go through this list and begin to just identify one or two that there are ways in which you're refreshed mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And once you identify one or two that speak to you, I want you to answer this question. How will you refresh someone else? How will you refresh another? See, this is a story about refreshment. It's, it's, a, it's about two Christ followers. It's about two men whose lives are changed in the testimony of their faith. It's the story of refreshment. And if you're refreshed by stories and hearing, put yourself in a place where you can hear the stories, but then tell stories. And if you're refreshed by doing more than what's expected, more than what somebody might 
normally do. Listen, then, then, then enter it this way. When, when you have the opportunity to help us, do more than what was expected. Do more than what was anticipated. Do more than what you thought. And maybe, maybe if your goal is about a healthy relationship, and you know healthy relationships refresh you, Maybe it's about looking at some of those relationships that you have that are close to you and, and examining, are those, are those relationships where you're taking a lot? Are those relationships where you're giving more? And maybe look at this healthy reciprocal relationship. And instead of being drained, being refreshed. I recognize we live in unique times. Everything is different. Life is different. But that's okay. See, what Jesus does is he refreshes us. And just in this story, as there are ways in which, which the lives of people were refreshed, some of these same particular habits, some of these same specific examples can be refreshment in you. I want you to be refreshed. Would you pray with me? Father, I thank you for the hope that we have in Christ, and I thank you for the story of Philemon and Onesimus. I thank you for Paul's interjection into that relationship and into that church and into those people's lives. Two guys, two men who, who literally had exemplary relationships with Jesus. We, we see this exemplary relationship in Philemon, and we see God change the heart and the life of Onesimus. And Father, we recognize that out of those relationships and out of those moments, people were blessed, people were encouraged. And there was coming up a big moment when, when they would meet up again. And Paul's desire was for them, for them to work together well the cause of Christ. And when I think about this story and I think about the importance of being refreshed, Father, help us in this very unique period of time where we have a tendency to be mentally, emotionally, and spiritually exhausted to be refreshed. Maybe it's in the stories. Maybe it is in loving you and loving others. Maybe it's found in, in, in literally doing more than what is expected or more than what is thought about. Maybe it's about being in community in that community relationship. Father, help us to live refreshed as your children, as your ambassadors in Hanover and beyond today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.